Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of, wait a minute, did I say eighth or did I have eight? Ninth, Lord, ninth. I can't even count today. Ninth, but I had eight eight fingers up. Episode okay. of Bring It to the Table. Bring it All to right? the Table. Now, I'm going to tell y'all something um, before we do the disclaimer. Some of y'all been having y'all children listening. Yep. And I'm gonna have to have y'all to stop texting me about what your children done repeated and said because we told your monkey asses to lock their ass up, put them up. Also, they're not listening. They're not listening. But I understand because it brings out the inner child in you. And when you're a child, and I was sitting there, and I didn't know what it was when I was watching it, and I was sitting next to a policeman, and he said, "As a child, what do you think about everything that's going? What do you want to be when you grow up?" I said, "Alive, motherfucker." Right. Oh, I was gonna say a stripper. But, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a courtesan. Wow. None of us were right. None of us. <laughs> what do you want to be? May I be pretty? May I be rich? May I be lovely? Yeah. No, bitch, I want to be a stripper. Unmotherfucking bothered. That's what I want to be. be alive, goddammit. And a stripper. And, and a stripper. <laughs> You know, like 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 that like that broad that fell from the pole, like ten well, feet down. Well, I don't see that. I don't want to be that kind of strict, but she broke her arm. She you know, broke her arm. Can't be in here breaking stuff. Can't, and, and teeth. She, you know, she's scraping up head. Like she's messing up that money. You know, that's right. a true skyscraper. Skyscraper. You know what? What are strippers doing now? Hmm? Think about that. The bag is gone. You can't even making, sneak out making, in the middle of the night. Making chicken and rice. Making videos. They selling videos. Making hey, that's what they got OnlyFans for. Is it? TikTok. It's pandemic. OnlyFans. Beyonce said it. OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Tell Wendy, I don't think it's showing up live on Facebook. I need her to connect it. It's not connecting. I have to, I had to throw that out. Oh, okay. look, they done missed all that good shit we done said. They done missed it. They done missed it. But here's what I will say: disclaimer. Yes. Put the children up, please. Elderly people, my, my mother's husband was like, oh, she has a potty mouth. I've always had a potty mouth. You just haven't heard it because I don't speak that way around you. Where do we get it from? <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going on. So um, oh, there it is. please put them up for this time frame. This is adult time only and then bring them back when it's done. When it's done. Okay. When it's when done. It's, when it's done. Now. We got so a lot of interesting things going on tonight. Oh, yes, we God. do. Yes, we do. We got a special guest coming mm-hmm. on. I'm gonna um actually introduce him. You know what? I can't wait to get him on here. He's been one of our loyal, loyal followers. He's on every show. Um, I one thing about him is it's amazing. You know who I'm talking about? Amazing. He's. I, Are I mean, you talking I, about Ruben? I, I am talking Ruben. about Ruben. When you said special. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben is here. Hello. Is I, I feel, here. What's the most controversial jersey I can wear? Wait a wait a what, are you, what are you doing with the Astros jersey on? I'm from Houston. Lies you tell. I am from Houston, Texas. I really am. What side of town you grew up on? I grew up in Pasadena. Like, oh, pa- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he's up there by you, so he left you. Pasadena, like you did. Pasadena is nowhere near Sugarland. Sugarland. I, I feel like Sugarland's pretty close. I, I guess they're in the no, you guys are away on the y'all on the other side. Like you, Sugarland and us, we're like like this. Y'all on the other side. 
in high school we were we were like that. Yeah, well, you're direct. No, I'm talking about distance. Oh yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. Sherland yeah. is pretty great. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking. What was I thinking? I was thinking about Pearland. I don't Par know why. Oh yeah, Par yeah, Pearland is right there. What um, what year you graduated? Uh, 2010. He's a baby. He's a baby, baby. He's a grown ass man. He's a baby, grown ass. He's got wisdom. but long as this age town, I'm cool. Yep, I love it. Oh my God, Houston! So much Houston in the house. That's right. That's right. You know, I rep Houston every time we have the show, so it's all good. You know. Yeah. No, I love Houston. We got a lot of you've been really chiming in every week. This is week nine, so we appreciate you. I love you. I miss engaged you. in a part of every conversation. Um, I want to tell a little bit about you. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Ruben Dante is like a son to me, first of all. Um, we work at the same company. He is an avid, avid stock options, Forex futures trader. I just told his business. So yes, he's about his money. Um, he is also an instructor and a teacher. And um, he is not afraid to bite his tongue. If you I think am, I'm love it. out the mouth, he's going to wait for you to look comfortable just to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I met him a few years ago through Kyron. Well, really Byron, but then, you know, we got to know Kyron. Um, and maybe Mr. Nelson, you can tell tell us. He's the bomb.com. You'll figure it out after he starts speaking. I love my, I love my Ruben. I love you, man. He says, he says, he's. My little brother, my son, and my best friend, my confidant. I, you can call him whatever you want. Ruben is the bomb.com. I love him. Oh, I love it. I love all the love you're getting, bro. <laughs> I love you guys. You guys were the biggest catalyst in my adult life prior to trading. I met Byron. Uh, gosh, it's got to be like five or six, maybe even seven years now. Yeah. Um, going, yeah, and, and it was one of the most motivational and inspiring things. It was one of the most activating things in my life. Um, I think it's also important to realize that, like, this like changing people's lives and inspiring and activating people to that degree is mm -hmm. something that, um, that I knew was my calling in that moment, and that's and then that led to trading and 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 a lot of it to. Uh, from residual to passive to then getting money out of the way, which I think is still a log line I quote from you all the time to live on purpose. And that's one of the hallmarks of my channel. You guys are also like my LA family, the first people I got close to um, yes. and really trusted. And all in all, the the um, the some the most inspirational people. And, and and I love the depths of your channel. Congratulations on nine episodes. Um, just do it, right? And it's it's been so inspiring to just to just watch and the fact that you guys are actually talking about the things that people need to talk about the conversations that are not being had but or are that are now being had and and again it's part of the activation process that i think is so important that uh we're all getting to experience it and witness um during this uh very activating and awakening time we are living through right now mm -hmm. right There's, there are so many life-changing things happening right you have black life matters you have things going around with, um, you know, the tearing down the monuments. And this is also the very last day of pride. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want to leave that out because mm -hmm. we've talked so much. You've been so engaged on all of our subjects and everything that's going on. And I'm like, I know he got something to say about this. So I had a video I wanted to share. Wendy, can you pull that up real quick, please? And it's just about all the things. I live in Long Beach. So Long Beach has a huge, 
Long Beach Long Pride Beach is huge. Community is huge. Yes, it's and, yeah. Um, I know. to look at that yeah i've been you've ever watched the tv show pose yeah okay in the first i've had, season, I've had two songs on it excuse me i'm sorry <laughs> of course you did of course you did of course i did of course honey you know what? i mean what you <laughs> let me tell you what stuck out for me about about yeah. that in the 80s when the aids pandemic i'm gonna call it a pandemic even though they didn't call it that came about how they treated victims was eye-opening for me. Right. I didn't know that they were putting people in boxes and burying them in fields, and you couldn't even go and say goodbye to your loved one. And they would yeah. make you wear hazmat suits to go say bye, and they thought it was contagious after the person was dead, and they just left them in certain wings of hospitals and didn't really tend to them. They just let you die. You know, yeah. you didn't that trip you out when they said... Um... They didn't want to put you in the regular cemetery because they At thought all. you would infect the other dead. The other like, dead people, like yeah. what? <laughs> That's crazy. So, bring fast forward to now, we look exactly. at how COVID nineteen is impacted. That's what was right. happening in China and in they, the beginning. And they were they were as ignorant about AIDS as they are right now about COVID. COVID. And they were doing yeah. stupid shit then, and they're doing shit stupid shit now. And so, what I've come to terms is, stupid shit is going to continue to fucking happen no matter what's going on. Exactly. Well, so, Ruben, what's your take? Well, I, I, it's so funny that you say that because I was thinking about that earlier today because uh, I was obviously watching the COVID thing. And um, and then there was a thread earlier on my channel about the current situation and why we're experiencing so much of what we're experiencing. And um, in reality, I, in, in a lot of ways, I've, I'm almost wondering why it's taken this long. We have been... It's like, and it's something that you guys talked about, I think two or three weeks ago, where it's, you know, to just post things is not enough, right? And in a lot of ways, it's almost like we've tolerated a certain, um, we've tolerated certain things in life, right? We've tolerated discrimination, you know, if it wasn't, and what I mean tolerated, I mean, people have witnessed it and not stood against it. We've tolerated, um, you know, abuse, abuse of animals. We've tolerated child abuse. We've tolerated child neglect. Um, absent parents, we've tolerated, uh, you know, uh, child labor in, in China, mm -hmm. all in the name of capitalism, because it was this ideology that if it's not me, or if it's not my group of people, or what have you, um, it doesn't really concern me, right. And I think a lot of that has been just programming, right, that this the same uh, programming that tells us, you know, be nice, right. But what does be nice, right. it, it literally means to be uh, satisfactory or, or are you quoting are you actually quoting the first lady 
Yes. I, well, no, this is yeah, be nice or just be good or be nice. So oh, no, 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 no. Well, well, what I'm saying is it's actually a very problematic term, right? Because if you Google yeah. what nice is in the dictionary, it means to be agreeable, right? And like, yeah. or, or even things to be like reliable, right? So we've been programmed to be, be in a very, be be yeah, be best. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like we've been programmed to be in a very um, submissive, uh, you know, it's easy to see. What you we have ain't never lying. Right, right. Like it's so easy to see where we have a 1% and a 99% when 99% of people have been told that being agreeable is the nice right. thing to do, right? And so it's like you stand for something or you fall for anything. And so many people know what they stand against and no one knows what they stand for. And then what we wonder how we got to the point we are in society today. And I think the thing about pride is is not so much a celebration of of sex as i feel like a lot of people want to make right. it that it, it's i feel like it's, it's a totally not that at all yeah right right it's a celebration of how how far we've come in uh being able to have the freedom of expression of unconditional love and i think mm. um and love transcends which is a lot of what my channel is about is the awakening process that mm. oftentimes is triggered by the awakening the unconditional love whether that be a mother's intuition or the first time you really meet someone that shatters the world as you know it and shifts your priorities and and pride is i think about uh the freedom of expression of source rediscovering itself or unconditional love rediscovering itself through this human experience mm -hmm. and being able to openly um express those things uh publicly uh that we've been shamed to it's almost like the the fragmentation of i think last week someone uh, i think it was jean gray that said you know why is there so much division in the black community or, or why we haven't gone together and created like a blockchain system. And I think a lot of it is that we've been programmed to um, to be to placate to white proximity or to elitist proximity. And so mm -hmm. then when you pull yourself up by the bootstraps, then you protect that at all costs. And then you make it a, a me versus them, as opposed to a, a community of people that have struggled on a deep vibrational resonance level. Um, the the same struggles by by archetype right and so uh it's that continuous fragmentation and division that keeps the one percent the one percent and the 99 percent um because if you're not going to claim your power then someone else will do it and, and mm -hmm. that's why i think that's fact uh, and i've watched yeah. you claim your power um many times <laughs> so uh, not about a couple weeks ago you had a conversation on your facebook and i never chime in on Ruben. ruben's vocal enough he does not need help um <laughs> but he was being attacked by some of his followers for standing up for the black lives matter thing and he wanted to fight and it's, there's only a couple times where i will step in and say ruben stop arguing with them you can't change them they, it's okay. Let them go. Get Let rid of them. Go. It's I, them I, go. I was about to say that. Let my people you, go. You know, you know what's, he was what's so funny. sad by that. He was like, I'm just sad that this person feels this way. I've known this person for a long time, and they were just going in on us to let it go. Let it I've go. had to separate myself from a lot of people during the season. This is a very uh, precarious, interesting season. Um, and one of the things that I, I've been identifying with is that it's one thing if gays are being attacked it's another thing if blacks are being attacked it's another thing if any sect of life any demographic of human beings is being attacked it's easy to sit outside the bubble and have an opinion but when everybody is being attacked 
underneath some realm, I, I find that that I did not recognize that people's real colors start to show because they have to deal with issues in life matters that they could speak intelligently about sitting outside the bubble. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like being in an accident. It's one thing to be able to have an opinion about something that is being a mock or an example or a, or a demo. But when you're in that accident and you have to share your opinion and you're at the same time having to rely unconsciously on a sense or on an unconscious, uh, you know, reflect, it's, you can't merge the two and their real, their real root of who they are shows up. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You guys know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, exactly. Know the path. Exactly. Yeah. Like, right. But here, here, here's the thing. Homosexuality and the defense of it didn't really come around until like the reconstruction period. Because back in the centurion times, it was legal and very well accepted for you to have a manservant. And when you when he, he was called your manservant. And yeah, and, and I mean your your woman, your wife knew that the husband had his manservant. When they were out in the field or when I, in fighting, should I say. Mm -hmm. um, there were those young men who were out there with them that they were their companions. It wasn't like it was a dirty secret. It was their companions. That's right. But during Reconstruction, it was, we are going to set a guideline on how people should act and govern themselves. And that particular thing we're going to take away. And now we're going to make it taboo. And I think that with um, how things are, it's like we're not living in something brand new. People want to you know, bring up and wave the Christian flag and say, this is not of God. This is not right. This is this. Well, it does say that Jesus blessed a centurion and his centurion asked him to bless his manservant who was dying. And Jesus went on into that house and blessed him and he was healed. So Jesus blessed a gay couple. I mean, what? Well, <laughs> no, I, I, that, that's you know? a big part. No, I agree. That's such a big part yeah. of, of my channel because it's true. Part of, I, th I feel like part of the reason why was it, it they, it's it's there had to be a societal defragmentation for the one percent mm -hmm. to be able to thrive and i feel like the gay community or gay men was the biggest threat to the patriarchy was. that was then going to take over because they were going to suppress women but then who would call out the distorted masculine if right. not the gay men right so then antagonizing that and kind of going back to jesus because it's something that i think i've been very vocal and passionate about mm -hmm. lately is that what and take what resonates a lot of people might not agree with this but i feel like you know the process of remembrance that we are unconditional love having a human experience we come into this world of duality from duality we see contrast from contrast mm -hmm. we see discernment from discernment we take what resonates and and know thyself and thus we need uh, the positive and the negative and we need to do that by our own free will and accord to finally get to the point to where we make a choice to surrender fear or to surrender love because they cannot coexist. And in that hero's journey of ascension, you get to, to the moment where you awaken to the fact that um, that love is, is the highest vibrational form. And in that ultimately requires sacrifice because you're going to sacrifice love or you're going to sacrifice fear because they cannot coexist. And in that moment, it, that's what I feel like when people say like surrender your wealth, I, it has, I feel more to do with the fact that you are surrendering um exterior validation right not because you have to give it away but it comes to the point where it will never fulfill you and it will never feel the same because fulfilled or so you know how they say successful fulfillment is the ultimate failure mm. and and so you surrender by nature of the fact that it will never give you that exterior validation 
a deflection or escapism that it does at that point. And in that moment, you kind of realize that a love, love literally wins, a love thrives all. And in that process of resurrection without crucifixion, where you surrender, you know, because to be born in the prison of the mind is to be born into bondage, right? But then when you surrender that exterior validation, I feel like that's really where um, we pay up front for that remembrance. And then whenever he kind of, uh, I feel like when people say like he died for our sins, it was that mm -hmm. he assumed the worst aspects of humanity and in assuming those things and then forgiving them in, by unconditional love, it was the process of alchemy and transmutation mm -hmm. and lifting uh, that vibrational resonance. And I think getting to the point where we can find unconditional love by our own free will accord is the biggest threat to the the world the mind and does this matrix that we live in so now. then so then ruben let me let me ask you this and also challenge you with this question then why do you get mad on your forum when people come on and attack you you know because what you said is from a solidified person why do you feel attacked because that should just rub off your shoulders you know that what's so funny people always think i'm mad i feel like i relate to Byron so much because i'm legit <laughs> not mad i get so passionate and i'll exactly. be like mm -hmm. like you know what I mean? Yes, look, so, you know, he looks like that when he argues. <laughs> oh, I really do. Like <laughs> when I tell you, I fell in love. And and actually, I don't even share that. I think I shared it with Ruben when I took him on. I took on Ruben as a protege because of uh, he is actually still, even after 25 years, one of the most exceptional individuals I've ever been blessed to coach, mentor, and yeah. befriend. Mm -hmm. uh, and I took him on as a challenge to me because homosexuality was not a topic that was ever allowed into my household as men. Yeah. You know, my father yeah. was like completely right. And I feel like the first time this is going to get into a whole nother conversation. <laughs> when I, when I brought the first clear white person home, woman home, I got the same conversation from my father. Mm -hmm. Right. And my argument at that time, being a child and stupid, going against my father, <laughs> was you put me in this situation and you limited me to what I have availability. And so where, which direction do you want me to go in, right? As I evolved and I kept going, I understood his slight or his short-sightedness in seeing the evolution of time, the universe, and where we live demographically. Yeah, yeah. And... And, and, and the piece that I embraced, though his principles live with me, his moral fiber missed me because times have changed. Yeah. yeah. So I took on embracing because I fell in love with Ruben as a man, as a person. As I didn't see him as a gay person. I didn't see him as homosexual. I knew everything about it in regards to him. But I'll, I mean, he just... He is just, if you get to know him in his heart, and like he just said, we have so many similarities. Mm -hmm. I get passionate. And there's, I mean, I got people on the call right now. Why are you yelling? Why are you upset? Why are you getting angry? <laughs> this is how black people, this is how Latins, this is how we rise. I need you to get my point. I'm convicted in what the hell I'm saying. And if you can't handle it, you should have known that when you first met me. There's, if you yeah. want to be angry, that's a totally different person. Please tell them. Can you tell them that for me too when they see that I'm yelling? <laughs> right. Angry, you don't even get a boy. So I, I think I, <laughs> I think people need to also remember that uh strong leaders such as Martin Luther King had gay men right beside him. I mean Bayard Rustin, 
was right beside him and Bayard was out and he was gay. And he, Bayard is actually responsible for a lot of the civil rights uh, marches. He's mm-hmm. the one that, he was the one that set them up. And yeah. um, a lot of time history has blocked those men because of their sexual, um, yeah. you know. Have but he, 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 here's my thing. I personally don't think that that should even come up as a conversation. Like, I'm glad the Supreme Court went on ahead and voted that, you know, uh, sexual orientation can no longer get you fired from a job or keep you from getting a job. But I just really don't think that should be a part. Because even when I was a kid, my mother taught us that whoever you take to bed with you is your business. That is not anybody else. And I think, I think homosexuality, um, even, you know, just any, at all types of it, pansexual, uh, bi, trans, whatever, I do not think that should be a topic um, because to me that is a personal um, thing that you have for yourself. I don't think that's a topic for, you know, people to bring up. Like, if you have feminine ways or if you have this, I don't think it should automatically be assumed that you're gay. You know, I, I and I've always been like that, I guess, because I've been know, called a kid so, so, so many times. Oh, oh, oh we, don't right. have homo- we don't have homophobic people. We have feminine phobic people. That's what yeah. people fail to realize. That's what it, it is. It, exactly. It, it, and, right. and the thing is, because uh, I think the reverse of it is the exponential threat, especially an empowered African-American male who can embrace their vulnerability is extraordinarily powerful. It's so mm-hmm. powerful that it can create a seismic shift big enough to shift yeah. the entire infrastructure of what it is that we value. And that kind of a seismic shift can fundamentally destroy everything we, because capitalism only works, the distorted capitalism we see today only works so long as people are not fulfilled or happy because mm-hmm. people that are happy and fulfilled do not consume endless supply of new houses, new cars, yeah. new clothes. And in letting some uh, uh, an archetype as powerful as the African-American male specifically that I feel struggles with so much of internalized, I, I feel like it's in, internalized vulnerability because that's almost like the God within because if you can allow behind that vulnerability, I think is, is really our superpower, right? I think that's where we talk about surrender and resurrection. Yeah. Because it is the death of the ego, the prison of the mind and everything we've been programmed and convicted and convinced to suppress. But because behind that in the vulnerability, imagine merging the empathy with that passion and then standing unapologetically for Black Lives Matter. And even with that movement, right, something that I was so passionate about was not just as a marginalized minority, but also because we failed to ask the right questions. In the whole process with these last protests, something that we all failed to realize is the Federal Reserve pumped $7 trillion, none of which went to, to mainstream America. It pumped Wall Street, right? Whereas to even with capitalism, if we had given, given the zero interest rate loans to even African-American communities or to the people that are actually in debt and giving them that 0% interest to pay back their debt, we would have a very different country. But this was not about the preservation of the economy or even uh, jobs or capitalism. This was about the preservation of the establishment and the institution of the elite. Because Mm -hmm. if it had not been so, then then it would have been mainstream and regular people that would have benefited from the 0% interest rate and that from those $7 trillion. But People were so distracted with, uh, and, and myself included, right? But but I and I will always stand for Black Lives Matter and for and for police brutality and all of those things. But if we get if we begin to follow the money, then we can actually, I feel, begin to really solve the underlying system, which is who is benefiting from this economic stimulus and who is it systemically suppressing and why? And mm-hmm. how do we change that, right? And I think 
a lot of that has been for me is really putting together a package that really focuses the attention on these stimulus packages. These seven, if you gave like most of that money, first and foremost, went to uh, the military budget, right? If we spent one one tenth of that budget in mainstream America and in and even giving that budget, I think it would have been like eighteen thousand dollars per person or per household. Mm -hmm. The economy would have been very, very stimulated. Like you wouldn't need a rabbit. It would have been very a very stimulated economy, and it would and people would have hired with eighteen thousand dollars. You can hire people for twenty dollars an hour for for yeah. dozens of hours. You can go file a DBA and LLC, and then you can uh, start a you website. Can launch a business. You can do a lot this of. Is a, that's a de in depth conversation. Let me tell you yeah. something. I think your superhero, your superpower is is you have the ability to be empathetic and strong in the same breath. Mm -hmm. Your vulnerability and your strength go together, mm -hmm. and most people yeah. have to separate the two. But your life, my dimple looks good. I ain't nobody Sorry. think about your dimple. We talking about root. Sorry, I just, I just <laughs> saw. <laughs> but I know I always say, "Oh, he's a baby," but you are really good. Put your grown man pants on every time it's time to speak intelligently and articulate about a situation. So I want to give you the opportunity mm -hmm. to tell people where to go to view you on your YouTube channel because you're not just talking about political things, but you're extremely spiritual. And you teach people how to clean their chakras and and how to really step into who they are. So before we let you go, I want to tell, I want you to tell people about that. Thank you so thank you so much for having me. Sorry for rambling so much. Yeah. So no, my not a ramble. Not a ramble. <laughs> thank you. Uh, my YouTube channel is called Deep Truths. Or there's two. Ruben Landon Dante is just trading, but Deep Truths by Ruben Landon Dante is uh it's really uh how I came to realize and find that unconditional love, and then in my whole ascension process of. Mm -hmm. And then really tap into the claircognizance, the clairvoyance, and then the electrokinesis, and then the ascension process of, of really even getting to a point where you manipulate time, space, and motion perceivably. But it, it's the, the entire ascension process and integrating with those aspects of ourselves. And so um, it, it goes from the law of one and, and that contrast and then the entire evolutionary process to go back to remembrance and our cosmic memories. So that's Deep Truths by Ruben uh, Landon Dante or RubenDante.com. Um, and so Ruben, Ruben, last question. What does gay pride mean to you? I, I think it's it's really the, the freedom of expression of unconditional love, uh, being able to freely express itself as source rediscovering itself or unconditional love, having a human experience um, and being able so to love. Really, yeah, it's love. Yeah, I love it. That 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 that's bottom line. That's bottom line. And love. From pain, love yeah. breaks up all kinds of ground. It's, it's right. Just, that's what it's about. It's forgiveness. It's right. just and true love, is, yeah. love is patient. Love is kind. I mean, come on now. Right, and it's I very think, dangerous yeah. the establishment because up until now we've seen love to be codependency, right? Uh, yeah. A borderline personality codependent. Well, people need to know the difference between infatuation and love too, because some of that shit is infatuation. Right, right. So it's love. <laughs> it's, it's true unconditional you know, form of unconditional yeah. love is what it means yeah. to me. You can still catch the check off of infatuation. Whatever. What did you just uh, say? What, 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 you know yeah. what? Throw well, the Ruben, whole no, bottle seriously. away. It is, it is, you are such a light, and I can just see it. Um, not yeah, only because you age town, <clears throat> but um, you are really just a sweet light in this world. And please continue to share and to do everything that you are doing Thank to you. increase the value of love. Because I think that's what's decreasing in this world. I think right. we're, we're, we're losing the value of love. And just keep spreading it, bro, because I can see it all over you. And it's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Thank you for having me. I love your show. Yeah. We're going to talk this week. If it's right. Wednesday. I'll see you soon. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, everyone.
Yes. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.